You hear it the whole time. The whole time. Actually, in fact, I will tell you, somebody said uh, said to us that you claiming that you can't hear the clicking of the mouse is second only to you saying, when have I ever told somebody to kill themselves yeah. on this show? Well, you know what? It doesn't fucking matter. We're gonna get. I'm gonna get you a. This uh, is the thing. Like a quiet click. Just deal. Like like just deal with the fucking clicking. But like I, people. Like like. How many times do I click an episode? So many, dude. Like maybe a hundred sometimes. Nah, not even that, dude. Many. It's crazy. Maybe 20. dozens of times. Maybe twenty. Dude. So much. Sometimes it's just. Well, I'm steering the show from I, behind the scenes. I know, but but that's why I'm going to get you a quiet clicker for the show. And then when you're not, then when we're not doing the show, you can go right back to using your loud clicker. I need the click. I need to know hey, that things are happening. You definitely do not need the click. And that's how people fucking know that I'm on it when they hear the clicking. <laughs> oh, he's clicking on something. I don't think that's something's true. coming. I don't think that's true, man. I think they'll know just by the end result of the show. Okay. They don't need you to show your work. Okay. Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. Typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we're not striving to be professional critics, make objective value judgments, or be tastemakers here. We're just putting new, new music in front of you and encouraging you to interact with it however you see fit. If you like the stuff, even if we don't like it, buy it, go see bands, buy a t-shirt, do whatever you want. Uh, recall... Remind yourself every week when you turn this on, uh, before you get mad at something that we say, we're just a couple of mongoloids in a basement. We're very aware of that. You need to remain aware of that as well. Uh, additionally, the format of the show is quite simple. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. Everything is listener submitted. We roll some dice and randomly select usually between five and seven bands per episode to listen to. That's all there is to it. If you want to submit music, it's demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure the release is a year or less old from the time of submission. If you want to join the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash demolistenpodcast. And if you want to call in, it's 260-222-8341. Uh, I don't have a whole lot up top. I will shout out uh, a couple bands that played at the show or played at the house at the Bug House last night. We had the second to last uh, Bug House gig uh, last night at, at as of the time of recording this. Uh, the touring bands were Prevention from Springfield, Illinois, and Anklebiter from the Northeast generally. I think there's members from like Connecticut, members from maybe New Hampshire. I don't mm -hmm. know. I think they're come from, come from around like they're kind of a, a general. They're a regional band as opposed to like a city-based band. Um, I got to say, yo, Prevention, I've seen like three times now. We had Prevention's demo on the show several years back, and we're like, this is fine. You know, they. I'm sure it'll get better. It has. It's yeah. gotten way better. I, I think we had Prevention's follow-up a while back on the show, and we were like, yeah, this is a lot better. When I saw Prevention Live the first time, I was way more sold on it. I saw them again. They were better. And then when I saw them last night, they were straight up a great live act like okay. a full-on great live act i would uh encourage anybody to go see that band if they are coming through ankle biter was a lot of fun as well i think they're on tour for basically the next three weeks to a month they're playing some big regional shows back east when they get home go see that band if you get a chance i think uh prevention's just on the next couple dates of this run uh what counts from bloomington came up i wanted to shout out those kids as well uh chance betsy the kids who book shows down there. Chance has basically put an entire scene on his back and just lifted Bloomington out of the muck. 
Um, he told me before the show started last night that a bunch of Bloomington kids were rolling up and they did a bunch of kids drove three hours on a shitty rainy Saturday night to see a few bands in a basement. It rocked. All the shows in Bloomington look sick. I really want to play down there. I would like to at least get down there to attend a show soon. So shout out to Chance. Shout out to Betsy. Shout out to all the kids uh, playing in bands and doing shows down in Bloomington who have basically built a scene, rebuilt a scene totally from scratch uh, over the course of the past couple of years. Um, I'm on a positive tip tonight, so I'll also just shout out uh, Scott. My buddy Scott Kilcoin from Indianapolis, I'm in the uh, middle of doing an interview with him for his zine Mundane Moshers, which he started doing a couple months ago. And uh, Scott has been super on top of doing the zine. Uh, he has had a new issue of the zine out consistently. Like I think he, the first issue he had at a show that we played in uh down in indianapolis at the, like the end of april or maybe may or something like that and i think he's up to like his eighth issue or something like that is it a full-on paper zine it's a it's a paper zine he brings them to all the shows uh it's not like a folded like it's not a booklet it's a one page but it's like an 11 by 8 two-sided mm -hmm. and i can't tell you how many like 15 page zines that i've gotten that don't have enough content actually in them to even fill two sides of sure. one page. He packs it full of info. There's reviews, like show reviews, uh, seeing reports, interviews like with Like size six font? Yeah, 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 it's it's small. It's like six columns. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like he fits a lot of info in there. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to shout out Scott because he's been on top of the on top of the zine thing. It's cool. It looks great. The layout is fucking sick. The content is good. It's interesting. It's funny. Very much takes me back to like the classic zine days of lore. It's just rad that there's somebody showing up with physical goods at shows anymore. Scott is, for my money, one of the realest dudes in Indianapolis, mm -hmm. has been for a long time. For a long time was the only dude, not the only dude, but the main dude booking shows of quality in Indianapolis for many years. He's never dropped off. He's a man of taste. He's consistently putting out cool stuff, even now, well into his 30s. Shout out to Scott. Uh, shout out to everything that's going on in Indianapolis and Bloomington and Indiana in general right now. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling invigorated. It was nice to see a bunch of kids show up last night and go off. Uh, the last Bug House show is a week from the time of recording this, so just under a week out after, if you're hearing this. Uh, Sunday, August 13th, Combust, Wreckage, Full Stride from Bloomington, Absolute Truth from Chicago, and my band, Colossal Man. Then we'll wrap it up at the Bug House for good. And then it's in September, uh, mark your calendars, September 12th, Restraining Order and Gum. Uh, that is at the Northside Cy Oat Barn. It's like an indoor pavilion that we used to do shows at. I mean... The Greek letters. Yes, yes, the Greek letters, Cy Oat. Um, we used to do shows there. I mean, we did shows there in the mid to late 2000s, but even before that, there were shows first, there. First show I ever saw in, in, in Fort Wayne was there. Yeah, for sure. So we, there's, there's been shows there off and on for the better part of, of 25 years at this point almost. Um, so I figured I'd try it out for this. Uh, yo, just don't fuck. If you come, don't fuck it up. Yeah, if you don't come, fuck it up. But here's the thing that I pointed out, uh, which is when we were doing shows there, it was very much like, you know, wannabe gang guys yeah. with pit bulls shooting dice out front. And if those guys managed to hold it down and, like, it was all good and we managed to do dozens of shows there with no problem... I can't imagine that some, like, septum ring kids are going to come fuck the spot. Yeah, you know I, I, I don't mean? think so. so. Like, the show that I saw there had a lot of, like, just what I would call local towny punks. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And there was a lot of fucking bullshit yeah. out front. Yeah. And as I recall, just a lot of just general disregard for the fact that you're renting something in a city park. Sure. And I was like, well, that's the last show I'm ever going to see there. Yeah. Well, and we, it was a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was know? a little bit for sure. But, like, yeah, I mean, it's it's an easy sh- it's an easy spot to book. There's a parking lot attached to it. We've never had any issues with it. It's, like, in a park that's far enough away from any residential, uh, like, any any residential neighborhood that it, you're not going to get any noise bleed or anything like that. walking distance from me. It's walking distance from you, yeah, for sure. So, uh, so if you're a band hearing this, don't be discouraged by the fact that the bug house is shutting down. I will probably be doing less shows. Like I'll, I'll have to say no to smaller stuff because I can't justify renting a spot out for one hundred and fifty dollars well, for a show that'll bring out twenty kids. Also, there's just right now no space that you can just rely on. You got to see if the fucking space is open, and yeah, and, you know, it's not like yeah, sure, I got a place. Right. Whenever. Yeah, exactly. And there's like, there's, there's a couple, there's like a Legion hall that some kids are booking shows at like that, uh, conservative military image show that's coming through the beginning of September. Uh, they're booking at that Legion hall, but that's like a Saturday's only thing. There's a couple clubs, uh, that, uh, this dude, big John, who's been booking shows in town for years. Uh, we can use that spot as well. But again, it's a spot where like, I wouldn't want to do something that was bringing out less than a hundred kids. So if you're a band uh, that wants to play Fort Wayne, still don't hesitate to reach out. I might not be able to do 100% of the shows I get asked to, but I'm still booking shows just at different spaces. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's all I got this week. All right. So I got a couple things. Yeah. Number one. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this for a minute. Uh, we saw Homefront and Poison Idea last. Poison Idea. Poison po- Ruin. Poison Ruin. I actually did want to bring that up. Yeah. Um, and Homefront, so so just vastly exceeded what I expected Agreed. in terms of on the stage. Yes. Um, because, like, their sound is really ambitious on record. Yeah, very much And so. it sounds fucking great. Yes. And then to see them produce that completely faithfully. 100% And sound faithfully. really good and t- tons of fucking energy and look like they're having a great time doing it on stage. Yeah, man. That was one of the best things I've seen. That, that might be the best band I've seen in a year. Easy. It it might be, dude. I I I still am thinking about that set. Like, because Homeboy was like running around on stage, somersaulting about, and hitting every note. Right. Every note. Right. Dude. Like it was nuts. Right. It was fucking great. And it sounded fucking great. Everything yeah. sounded great at the, at the, at the venue at, at Smalls where we saw him. Yeah, too. it did. So that got me thinking. You know, it's rare anymore that I see something or hear something that I would consider like basically. Um, Enrapturing, sure, yeah, in that way, because right. I was fixated on the on them while they were fucking playing, very much so, right, yeah. And I wonder, which do you prefer? Do you prefer being completely surprised by hearing something first, or would you rather walk into something and see it first? Uh, something of that caliber, yeah, probably see it. I think so. I think I'd rather be surprised by seeing a band yeah, than hearing it. I would agree. I mean, being surprised by hearing a band is. Is sick. I'm not. I'm not poo pooing that at all. We get that occasionally. Like last 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 episode was that Thantafaxis band. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. fucking killed me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but just being able to see a band blow the doors off live. Yeah, especially if I didn't know who they were. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would take that. Um, and I will also say that even though I'm a bigger, and this is not to this is not to downplay my my uh, my fandom of uh, of Homefront, I'm a bigger fan of Poison Ruins music on record. Uh, they've been I've been vocal about that being one of my favorite new bands for the past few years, basically since they came out, since we first heard them on the show, and even said, and I thought that they were good. I mean, the song sounded great live, 
But home front blew them out of the fucking water. Yeah, absolutely. Blew man. them out of the it's water, dude. Super hard to follow. Yeah. And I said, like, you know, same thing. I like Poison Ruin a lot. Um, but Baker, not interesting to watch. Yeah, not particularly. Like, right? I felt like I'd have had the same experience just, and I did. Yeah. In the other room looking at something else and just, like, listening to the songs. For sure. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I think that's a band who maybe seeing them in Philly where everybody knows the words and people are stage diving and it Might looks like different. a good time. Right, but I'm sure that would be sick. But just as a... They sounded great, right? Like, but yeah, they're not doing anything particularly interesting on stage. That's certainly not helped by the fact that the main songwriter plays guitar and sings, which right. is like a tough thing to do. And the songs are complex. Sure. They're, they're, they're the really, parts are very nuanced. The, the, the songs are a lot more complex than they appear at first. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they those are hard songs to play. So there's a, a necessary limit on what you can do with it live and still sound good. But yeah, you're right. They're not a band that is like I, like Homefront was just every moment that that band was on stage, my eyes were transfixed. Yeah, it, it was, was fucking. They fucking were fucking great. great. If you get a chance to see that band live, please do. Yeah. You will not regret it. And they, they I imagine, with like the accessibility of their sound too, there's no doubt that band is going to be much bigger than they currently are in very short order. So if you still want to see them in a hundred and fifty cap room your window on that is probably closing. Probably. So go see them. Probably. Yeah. So what was your other thing? The other thing just occurred to me. Yes. Okay, sure. Right, because you and I were watching a clip of the vocalist from Knock Loose yeah. performing at Lollapalooza with Jared Leto's band, 30 Seconds to Mars. Right. Just the, the, the crossover we've all been waiting for. And dude from Knock Loose sounds ridiculous and absurd and terrible. Yes, yeah, I mean, like, it's the mu not... Like, the music the music is completely inappropriate for what he's doing. Yeah, like, why are you... Like, <laughs> whose idea was it to do this? Like, it's, it, like and, and the lack of self-awareness. Like, yeah, I'll get up and do my knock-loose shit to this fucking horse shit that Jared Leto's right. <laughs> Like, why would you want to? Right. I don't understand the urge. I'll say we have mutual friends with this band, right? And, like... The Knocked Loose dudes, at least one of the guitarists that was mad at me for something many years ago that I'm sure he's forgotten about, and it's no big deal. I certainly have no ill will or anything. But, uh, yeah, this it sucks. You know what I mean? I'm not, like, I'm not trying to poke fun at anybody or make anybody pissed, but like, just the idea of even wanting to do the, a guest spot on a 30 Seconds to Mars song really eludes my and, understanding. And, and, and so this immediately occurred to me. Yeah. Okay? Now listen. Knock loose is out there fucking paying the bills, doing what they're doing. Sure, God bless. You're you're playing Lollapalooza. Sure. I'm sure that's a pretty nice little fucking addition to the nest egg, right? Yeah, no doubt. Fun, whatever. Sure. Right? I ain't gonna I ain't gonna fucking shit on buddy somebody for fucking trying to make money. Sure. You know? I mean I do all the time. Yeah, 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 for sure. But fundamentally. Whatever. How you make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Right? Yeah. But there ain't nothing wrong with the way Knock Loose is making money. Not it ain't for me. I don't give a fuck about that band. Yeah, not at all. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. I get it. You want to make a fucking living. Sure. But I think it's in the, for, the, for I think it's for the betterment of all. Uh -huh. If we stop trying to shoo hardcore into like the public sphere at large. Yeah, trust me, brother. Because, I've been thinking about that a lot. Because here's the thing. Yeah. It is inherently stupid. Yes, for sure. The like it it is the land of fucking by and large, yeah, right. By and large, it is a land of 
um, tasteless goons. Sure, yes. And we like it that way. Yes, yes. Right? (laughs) Yes. We like it that way. Ignorant and fucking tasteless. Yes. It sounds like shit. Right. Right? Yeah. Those vocals, clear as a bell in that video that we heard, just as they would in isolation, sound terrible. The only way that they sound good is when they are right in the mix, perhaps even washed over in the mix a little bit. Yes. With a ton of fucking distortion and everything else. Yeah, for sure. Stop bringing the spotlight to what we do. Yeah, I agree. For if sure. it lands on you, it's fine. Sure, right. Right? Yes. Same thing goes with black metal, death metal, all this yeah. shit. No, What no. we do must be secret. Yeah, I, I don't. I was just, I was talking to my girl about this probably three hours ago like this exact thing. And I've been thinking a lot about the Disneyfication of culture in general right? and the way that it's permeated into subculture. And I will be very, very brief about this and and st- step back from the precipice and not go on a rant about this. Oh, fine. fine. That's what we do. It's, we haven't done it for fucking ever. That's, I, I'm just going to say for the sake of brevity and, and conciseness and clarity of thought here that if what we do is not in opposition to not only culture at large, but even in opposition to weak shit coming from within our own ranks, Yes. then it fails to be the thing that brought us here in the first place. That's right. That's right. The first thing that dude should have said when Jared Leto was approached is, fuck you. Exactly. Eat my fist. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right? <laughs> For sure. Right? I mean, look, knock loose is far afield enough at this point that I don't expect that dude or any of those dudes to adhere to the absurd self-limiting like a code of behavior that we put on what we do, right? But fundamentally, yes, this needs to be unapproachable. And I think I talked about it a little bit when uh, some kids approached me after I wrote that tongue-in-cheek piece about, hey, don't push mosh at shows, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of people came at me with, uh, young, young people particularly, live music enjoyers, right? Not core men, women, or people, but live music enjoyers that have found their way to heavy music and hardcore for for the moment is sure. the heavy music du jour for young sure. people right said to me things along the lines of well i thought hardcore was a place where we get together and freely express ourselves and make art it isn't i'm sorry you're wrong <laughs> you got the wrong impression <laughs> okay you got the wrong impression we don't make art here no. that's not what we do no. and and yes we do freely exp- express ourselves within limits sometimes you express yourself in a way that gets you hit in the mouth like that's part of what it is for better or for worse the ugly parts the good parts it all works together in tandem to create a thing that is inherently counterculture and that is ours and that should, at its best, keep interlopers out and not only out, but fully disinterested, maybe even repulsed at the thought of this thing existing. Yeah, that's that's what I want. Yeah, that's what I want. That's too. what I fucking want. Do you think there's a lot of crossover between the demographic that Knock Loose is hitting and 30 Seconds to Mars is hitting? Not a lot of crossover, but at this point, more than one might believe. This is this, uh, uh, you know, this is officially like neither one of the n- none of the personnel, and this isn't a, sl- a slight on them. Yeah, sure. Right? Maybe I don't give a fuck how you take it, right? right? Yeah. But like, no one involved in either one of those. Yeah, matter to me. Sure. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're way beyond. Yeah. Like, it, like it's it's beyond our pay grade. Right? It's beyond. Not just beyond. It's 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 just not even kind of sort of interesting. It's not even in my sphere of interest. Yeah. Not not even kind of. Not sort even of. brushing against it. No. Right. Yeah. And you know, I mean, it's just my personal tastes. 
early knock loose. Mm-hmm. We played with them yeah. years ago. Yeah. Don't really care. No, it's fine. It's right. fine for what it is. It's they're they're trying to do kind have, of a disembodied as, thing. As we always say, have fun. Have fun. Fuck sure. with it. Absolutely. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to give a fuck. Right. And you, yeah, don't, yeah. and you don't have to give a fuck. Yeah, they're 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 twenty years your junior, ten years my. That's junior, what I'm saying, you know right? I mean? So like, so like you know, it doesn't matter. But like Jared Leto, I don't give a fuck if they. I don't give a fuck if he's here or not. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If he if he vanished in a puff of smoke tomorrow, you know what I mean. All the better. I don't give a like, fuck. Like it doesn't matter. The yeah. music that they make yeah. don't give a fuck about that style of music. Sure. So I'm just like wondering, like, what the fucking point is? We're in a weird moment right now, dude. We're and we're and we're in a moment where a, a mainstream media is calling a lot of stuff that comes from hardcore, but is definitively, decidedly, clearly not hardcore. Hardcore, and I think honestly, yeah, I think it's time to get super ignorant again. I I fully agree. I man. mean, I mean, not just like, yeah, not just like you know, in terms of like. Musical, listen to this fucking ignorant. No, 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 no. I no. mean, what you look like, the shit you fucking talk about. I agree. Get super fucking ignorant again. Let's get them out. I agree. Let's yeah. let's push them the fuck out. We 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 said it before. If NPR comes to fucking knocking for a tiny death concert, yeah, you fucked up. Yeah, for or maybe sure. professionally you're doing just great. <laughs> right, yeah, but as sure. can be attested by uh, anyone that knows me, I guess I apparently have no interest in professional success or money. I I certainly have no interest in professional success or money as it pertains to my interest in in hardcore music. No, it's just not. Never the twain shall meet for no. me, right? It's like, and again, I don't begrudge people for whom the spotlight incidentally lands on them and they take that opportunity and they take the money and run. God bless. It's sick to pay your bills that way. It's a lot sicker than why I do, which is working part-time at a record store and doing See, press release write-ups for bands. Here's, right? the, here's the thing. Yeah. If then the dude from the dude from Knock Loose, yeah. right? Brian Garris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he did that yeah, and it was like in the mic, hey, everybody, just want to let everybody know uh, Jared Leto's a huh. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That would you fucking know, you rock. You guys are all huh. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, that now that would kick ass. Yeah, I'd be like, oh damn. <laughs> yeah, right. I would have a new. I'd tip my hat. I'd yeah. have a newfound respect. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. I trust me, man. I've been thinking about this a lot lately because we are at the point where Billboard, like Billboard, yeah, right, and Grammy.com is writing articles where they use the term hardcore and punk, that- and it. it that you know sh- what? That should never. That should never cross their fucking lips. If it does, hit them. Yeah, that's enough for me, man. I, that's enough for me. I think like um, I'm ready to draw my line in the sand with that and say I'm good on that. To all, because I have friends who are in that world. 100. percent They're making a living doing what they do by playing a form sure. of hardcore derivative music. And I truly, honest to God, wish them all the best. And I have no beef with what they're doing fundamentally. That's all good. And it's happened a zillion times. It's happened in the 90s, whatever, you know, hardcore and hardcore adjacent bands got scooped up by majors, whatever. But it always implodes. Enjoy the moment while you have it. But at the end of the day, this stuff always returns to the basement. And that's where it remains the rawest, the realest, the most engaging. That's just, it is what it is. Think about it. What was your favorite thing about this? It's that it's secret. Yes, for sure. Right? Yes. The best shows, they're secrets. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think we need to cap, I think we need to cap, uh, we need to cap membership. (laughs) You know what I mean? You can get grandfathered in, (laughs) but like we're capping membership for, we're not putting anybody new. It's like, we're closing the books. Like you like the fucking mob. No more made guys. Membership isn't, isn't capped. It's just that like the hazing has gotten so much. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Sure. You got to get beat. You got to get beat into hardcore for sure. 
Um, all right, cool. Well, we've ran it long enough. Let's get into the queue. Let's actually try to listen to some some music tonight. So, uh, let's see. We uh, we have got first up in the mix, Phantasma with their demo. This was sent in by Tyler Hammer of the Kings of Punk podcast, of Hallucination Realized, of Leaking Head, of other sick bands. Um, he described this as straw man army, but singing in Portuguese. Sounds cool to me. Uh, then we've got Purple Pills with Man with the Knife. Man We Youth the Knife. Man We Youth the Knife. So this was sent in by the band. They sent a very long email accompanying this. We may have had them in the queue earlier. I'm not sure if this is like a Kaufman-level bit. I'm not sure if this is something else. If we land on this, I will read the email, and we will we'll try to parse what's going mm-hmm. on here. Um, then we have got Meat House with their self-titled release. This is a, a new release, new wish. It came out a couple months ago on Sorry State that was sent in by Ryan. I have this. It's good. Okay. Then we have got Gem with Dizzy. Uh, this was sent in by Matt, who I think maybe, I don't know if he sent this in with the expectation that we'll like it. Because he sent it in and said, hey, I want you to watch the video. There's way too many happy people in that picture. There's a lot of happy people in this picture, for sure. So I guess, well, I have no idea. He didn't provide any additional context. He was just sort of like, like to see what you think about this. Mm. Um, Then we've got Feminine Aggression with Restraint. This was uh, sent in by Shane, uh, who plays in Anthropophagus, who plays in Highball, of which there are still copies on the web store. So if you haven't gotten that Highball 5 Cubes cassette tape from us yet... I still will, am putting the link in the show notes. It's really fucking good. You if, should listen to if it. If your dad or your uncle likes rock and roll, get it for them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so this is Feminine Aggression. Dad with rock. Dad rock, yeah, for sure. Uh, so this is a band from Shane's home state of Massachusetts who he described as queer uh, garage slash post-punk, and he said he had the pleasure of recording this for them in their pla- uh, practice space a couple months ago. Uh-huh. Uh, then we have got The Rule with Of Magic and Muscle. Oh, now we're talking. Well, I don't know if we are, so this is weird. This was sent in by Jay from Cold Brats. This is evidently a vegan straight-edge solo project. Oh, no. I, but no. it's a... Well, hold up. So it's a vegan straight-edge solo project. I'll read the about me. Second full-length by XVX one-man band project, The Rule. Militant straight-edge hardcore meets man of war like 80s heavy metal plus a touch of synthwave. Stop it. Pick a lane. It sounds like, Before we even hear it. It sounds like a nightmare. Pick a fucking lane. Um, but uh, Jay said it was amusing, so we'll see. Okay. Uh, then we have got, you know, I don't know, Kasuve, Kasuve, I'm not sure. This is a band from Sweden. This is uh, with uh, Dumadegen Kummer. Um, this was sent in by Matthias, our Swedish correspondent, who said that some of his uh, compatriots over there in Sweden say that this is the best current hardcore band out of Sweden and that uh, they may be correct. Listen, I know that I like what I see right now. Very much so. Sweden. Yes. I see anarchy symbols. I see studs and spikes and skulls. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, for sure. It's probably going to, at the very least, be pretty good. It's almost like a blind buy. Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Uh, Then we have got Kazmer with Never Enough. These guys were in the queue a few weeks back. Um, This was submitted by John. This is uh, a crusty, crusty band from uh, Portland, Oregon. Then we have got Slope with Freak Dreams. Um, This was sent in by Yosef. I think this is maybe another submission that's like a... Hey, what do you think of this one? Because he said this is uh, going to be our new favorite German band with our new favorite German song. Okay. And then I see that it's on Century Media, so something tells me I don't think it's going to be either my new favorite German band nor my new favorite German song. Might be a hard take on Vietnam. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> Maybe it is. I will say when I saw that word, and it's, unless you're referring to skiing, 
or a mountain specifically, just seeing that word in isolation. Yeah, it's weird. It's a rough. Listen. It's a rough. Yeah. My dad is a Vietnam vet. I yeah. grew up around a lot of Vietnam vets. Yeah. That word was frequently used in a context other than, you know, skiing the slopes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For sure. Skiing man. the slopes. Yeah. This word just in isolation as a noun and a name of a band it's probably lost on these guys because they're german but uh -huh. it strikes me in a way that i immediately was like "Ooh, that's an unfortunate name mm. uh then we have got finally modern man with their demo 2023 this features uh two indiana expats um james reuter and jared summers i have already heard this it fucking rules uh, if we land on it, I'll talk about it more. But I would recommend anybody in the sound of my voice, even if we don't land it on this episode, check this out. If you like Blast, if you like mid-era Black Flag, mm. this shit fucking rules. All right. Uh, let's see what's first. Six. Okay, six is the rule. So we're just getting it out of the way up front. This is Of Magic and Muscle. God, on, the fucking name is so good. Yeah, it's on uh, Medusa's Layer Records out of Spain. I'm not sure if this band is Spanish. But the fact that they are a vegan straight-edge one-man project blending that with Man of War-esque heavy metal lets me know it's definitely European. There's mm. no question about that. They um, just can't fucking let go of the vegan straight-edge. They can't do it. I mean, neither can I, but they're, they, they, have a, they have a specific sort of relationship. Guys, it's never going to happen. <laughs> it's, it's literally it's never ne going to happen. It's never going to happen. Um, okay, so... There is a title track that starts right after the intro. It's five minutes and 20 oh, seconds long. Yeah. There are some songs on here with, like, better song titles, like It's My Life, parenthetical, Vegan Straight Edge Forever. Tales um, from the Caveman Cave. Yes, of Straight Edge and Metal to Straight Edge. It's a really uh, Some of those are really on the nose. It's really unfortunate that there's no lyrics accompanying this. I hope that the accent is not too thick yeah. for us to discern what's being said. But you know what? Let's just kick it off with the title track. It's the first <laughs> the song on here. fucking song, wrong, but, but heavy. heavy. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, let's just listen to the title track. We're going to hear Of Magic and Muscle off the release of the same name by the band The Rule. I like the heavy metal, yeah. but I would like to play the heavy metal by synthesizers. Uh, you can't play heavy metal with synthesizers. Yeah, I want, I want, I want.
We just heard of Magic and Muscle off the tape of the same name by the rule. If you happen to like that, Medusa's Lair Records out of uh, Vigo, Spain is uh, selling physical copies of that, limited to 50. Although, if you're buying it here in the States, I imagine you're going to pay a, a, a hefty premium for shipping on that. Um, yeah, man, I don't have a whole lot of feelings about that one way or the other, honestly. Like, it's... It's obviously a joke, right? I mean, they're obviously having a good time with it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a thing where they are trying to fuse probably their sincere interest in a lot of different things, like uh, XVX Metalcore mm -hmm. and Man of War and Power Metal and Fantasy Imagery. And they're doing so in as successful a way as I guess you probably could meld those things. So is this one man? Yeah, it's one man. Yeah, it's a one-man project. It says it right here. Second full length by XVX, one-man okay. band project. And so, yeah, because as I'm looking, like their earlier stuff yeah. uh, actually has two people. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, Tim, well, Tim Rule uh -huh. from Forward to Eden and Castigator, etc. on vocals, guitar and bass, uh, and Rat on drums and guitar and rat was in a band called statement unborn and so forth i think i have wait something wait wait statement. wait rat was oh it's rat from statement well so i'm not sure who, i think i'm not sure who's in rule now probably still tim rule i mean if you're naming yourself tim rule okay you know you'd have to have some fucking you'd have to have some brass clackers if your name is not tim rule to still keep your band name the rule. yeah yeah okay so here okay if Homeboy from Statement was involved with this, that makes me think maybe this actually isn't a joke. Because Statement is the OG, like, hardline thing, right? It's like, a, it's a UK, one-man, vegan, straight-edge project. Prepare for battle. Like, you will know that because it's it came out on hardline records. It's the one with, it's red. It's got a big X on it and two M16s mm -hmm. crossed mm -hmm. in it. It's like one of the more iconic. From 1990. From They've been around for a grip. Since yeah. Like the, the early, the early 80s. Yeah. So it started as more of like a crass records adjacent sort of thing because this guy is like a UK anarcho right. guy. Right. But I don't know if this dude's still in as of this. At least sure. he's on the, he shows up on the fucking he may, he may not be. But the fact that he was ever involved in this at all leads me to believe that maybe this isn't as much of a joke as I initially thought it might be because Statement is a serious project and has for a long time blended uh, like, I mean, like Prepare for Battle has a ton of like heavy metal influence on it and that early hardline stuff before it got, uh, before dudes like from Raid and stuff got into that type of shit and then it crossed over into like Abnegation and like you got Day of Suffering and all that type mm -hmm. of shit. The early hardline stuff like Vegan Reich mm -hmm. is heavy metal stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's very heavy metal influenced hardcore. Um, I can, yeah. So, and Statement is very much the same way as well. Uh, and this dude is, I mean, Rat at the very least is, uh, was at one point a very serious XVX warrior. I mean, he's in Riot Clone, Crack co Cops Calls. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I would uh, I would be interested to know like how tongue-in-cheek this actually is or if this is just them trying to very honestly blend things that they are in, not, not in a joking way. But I don't think you can honestly blend these things. And this is what I was going to say yeah. is I want to like this more than I do. Sure. I love the art. The art is great. I love... I, their, their last release is called, um, what is it? March to the Temple of Gain. Which to me, that makes, that to me is just like, okay, clearly this has to be a joke. Right. So maybe Rat, as he's gotten older, 
Again. He doesn't take himself so seriously, yeah. right? Because prepare for battle was a serious statement like, hey, we're coming for you. Yeah. The paradigm is changing. The XVX warrior is going to be the new reigning king of the of the new world government. Wrong. It didn't it didn't go that way. I'm Wrong. sorry, Rat. As always. You did your best, but it didn't go that way. But the, yeah, so So yeah, it, I I imagine maybe maybe this probably is yeah. quite tongue in cheek. Yeah. yeah. It has to be. Yeah. Right. Um, I want to like this so much more than I do. Yeah, I mean, um, effectively, it did very little for I, me. Yeah, effectively, it did very little for me. I think that conceptually, there are two things, two major flaws in this for me. Yeah. Shoehorning in vegan straight edge into sure. this. Just yeah. leave it out. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter. Right, yeah, yeah. No one gives a shit. Sure. No one gives a shit. Yeah. And also, minimal personnel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I... I we said this a couple times recently, but like I really feel like just having a couple more ideas, people, in, people's input into this, yeah, might flesh this out a little better for sure. Certainly, a different vocalist, no doubt. Yeah, the vocals are are awful. Uh, it's part of its charm, I guess. I guess that's that part of its charm. So, and this is where I'm also torn too, is because in many ways, mm-hmm. this is a perfect incarnation. Of the secret things we like, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right, right. it's it's like for, it's for very few people. Yeah, it's for very few people. Yeah. Like in some bizarro universe, right? Right. When I'm guessing Tim Rule or whoever the fuck is singing on this, yeah, shares a stage with Thirty Seconds to Mars. Right. Don't. Right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You sound absurd. Right. Just don't do it. Right. Right. Yes. Because I want to. There's some good ideas here that are really at the fucking like core of shit that I really dig. It's sure. hokey. Yeah. Muscle. Right. Yeah, you want to fucking talk about muscle? Yeah. Look at that. Ooh, you bent that up, I did bent you? a fucking horseshoe. Look at you. Because I'm building muscle once again. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad to back, hear it. I'm back on the road to muscle. I'm glad to hear it. Right? I think, um, yo, I'll tell you what. I've been exercising a lot of fucking dark magics, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will tell you what. And if, that has borne fruit. If there's one, th- if there's one thing that, that keeps interlopers out and that we could, we could and should return to. Yes. More just strong motherfuckers. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking <laughs> Be about. Be strong. Dude. What did I say the other day? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wimps aren't aspirational. No, wimps are not aspirational. Right? right? There's not a... There's... Listen. I don't care what your fucking frame is, what your general body type is. Yeah. How often you work out. Do you work out? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. No sane person has ever said... You know, I wish I was scrawnier. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. Nobody nobody with a healthy mind. I wish I was wimpier. Sure. No one. I'll tell you what, even though like I have gotten fatter over the years, right? I've lost and I've lost back about thirty pounds and I'm feeling good. I'm sitting comfortably around one ninety five now. I will tell you, my goal is no longer to really lose a lot of weight. It's just to be in around the range that I'm at right now, 185 to 195 range, but a stronger, healthier version of 185 or 195. I look at, no shit, I look at pictures of myself now with 25 less pounds on me, and I go, Ugh, that looks like shit, yeah. right? I don't want to be scrawnier than I, that, like, I don't want to, like, yeah. I don't want to go back, right? I'm just like, yeah, I like being, yeah, I like what, filling what, out, what, looking what like a man. You start bending horseshoes with me. Yeah, for sure. I need to bend it's some hell horseshoes. hell of a workout. Yeah, I fucking bet it is, no right. doubt, dude. So, and yeah. so, like, conceptually, yes, magic. Love fucking magic. Sure. I don't believe it's real, but right. I love it. Yeah. Right? I act like it's real. <laughs> right. right. Well, to act like it's real is what makes it real. I act like it's real, and yeah. that's that's the essence of chaos magic. Sure. My, my entire life is one chaos magic ritual. Sure. It's all dedicated. Yeah. Right? Muscle. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. You can't go wrong <laughs> with having more of them. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you literally can't go you wrong. You should always strive to have more of them. Always. Yeah. Right? The art. Fucking great. Yeah. 
It's a little tattoo-y, tattoo flashy. Sure, yeah. I, I don't really think that style necessarily works here, but if that's what the talent you're working with and the artist yeah, you're working sure. with, that's fine. Right. Right? Uh, vegan straight edge. No. Well, I'll take vegan straight edge, but listen, yeah, not in this application. Listen, I'm the fucking straight edge Kurgan. Yeah. Leave it the fuck out. <laughs> of this, for sure. Yes, right? I agree. You know, it's so, like, it's, it's also, this is awful and unapproachable, and, right. and it, it will forever remain a secret. Yeah. Right and and uh, and that and, is and I can appreciate that, I appreciate that as well too. So sure. I'm on the fence with this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. So I don't know. I'll, I'll never listen to it again. I was gonna say ultimately it didn't move me. Right. But I mean, I'll probably never listen to it again. And I, here's the thing: I would if there was none of the fucking straight edge horseshit in it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that just that puts the joke too far over the edge. I yes. Think, too. Um, all right. What's uh, what's next? All right. Nine. Okay, this is Modern Man with their demo 2023. You're not going to get any straight edge horse shit on this. Let's just uh, listen to the first song in here. We're going to hear A Serious Man by Modern Man off of their demo. Serious Man by Modern Man off their demo 2023 that just dropped on July 7th of this year. I already said it. I think this rocks. If you are a fan of My War Era Black Flag, if you are a fan of Early Blast, then by extension, you should be a fan of this. It's the best version of that style of hardcore that I have heard in a long time. I would say maybe it's the only version of that style of hardcore that I've heard in a long time. Yeah, I'm trying to... You know, we we occasionally hear bands that, you know, we kind of like... Sort of throw the throw SST around, sure, right. But usually, when we throw like SST around, it, it's something that's like on the noisier, more artier, more self indulgent end of SST. Right. And that's what I was going to get to. Is this is there's what, nothing self indulgent about this. This is like, right like in the pocket, man. If B side my war and beyond, Black Flag gets a little too self indulgent for some folks, right? Yeah, right. 
Blast sometimes, I think, maybe. Sure. Could yeah. be a little self-indulgent for some folks. I fucking love Blast. I love Blast. There's dude. nothing self-indulgent about this. No, no. This is this, this is a slip it in era, like that sweet spot where they had moved past, like damaged, and were doing something very fucking sick that very few bands have ever successfully replicated before they moved into an area that was decidedly artier, more free jazz inspired. This is right in that pocket. Yeah, this holds on to hardcore a lot. Yes, I, I mean, mean this is hardcore. You know what I mean. Yes, yeah, it, sure. it's 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 uh, it's tiptoeing up to a line, but not totally crossing it for sure. Yeah, this is fucking great. The album art, pretty sick. Yep, looks like a woodcut print of me hanging on a cross. This is also on uh, Shit Kicker Records, which is the folks from uh, from Artificial Joy. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find this at uh, shitkickerrecords.bigcartel.com. They've oh, and there's nothing bad on that Shit Kickers ever put out. So yeah, for sure. While you're there. Yeah, exactly. The write-up for this is fucking good. It's, I, I have to imagine that Reuter wrote this because yeah. Reuter is a very the, the illiterate man. The write-up is really fucking good, and yes. he's right. You know, So while you go there and you fucking order the Modern Man tape, yeah, right. just order a few other things. Agree. Right? Agree. I fuck heavily with what Shit Kicker is doing. It's fucking sick to hear Reuter in a fucking dope-ass band. It's cool that this features two Indiana expats. Um, we're holding it down. As Reuter has pointed out to me, we've been chatting a bunch later, he said that the uh, the Indiana uh, diaspora, the moment of the cultural the cultural takeover of the Indiana diaspora is upon us. Yeah. I agree. I agree entirely. I think it's our moment to seize power. This fucking rules. Um, I don't even think that that's the best song on this. Uh, I think that there are other songs on this that go even harder than that. This whole tape is fucking awesome. Go buy a copy of it. Yeah. Uh, all right, what's next? One. All right, one is Phantasma with their demo. This is the stuff that was described to us as a straw man or army, but uh, sung in Portuguese. So we will just listen to the first song on here. We're going to hear uh, Futuro em Suas Costas by Phantasma off of their demo.
amores se foram Sentimos o peso Cidade come o seu dia A luz acaba mais cedo Os prédios roubam o sol It's all, it's all Cidade come o seu dia A luz acaba mais cedo Os prédios roubam o sol It's all, it's all, it's all, it's all All right, we just heard the song uh, Futuro M. Suas Costas by Fantasma off of their demo. How'd you like that? Some South American stuff that doesn't sound like uh, boilerplate street punk. <laughs> yeah, for sure. This was, this was really fucking good. I liked this a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so this the label that this is on, on uh, Educación Cinica, is based out of uh, Buenos Aires, Argentina. Um, I feel inclined to check out more of what they release um, because I translated the write-up below this. It's actually translated for you. There. Oh, it, oh, indeed it is. <laughs> My bad. Um, so uh, they the the reviewer here mentions that the uh, Educación Cinica family has a sound thread present. Um, so if there's other stuff on this that sounds kind of in this world, it's probably shit I would be generally interested in because I like this a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I, this yeah, strongman army. Sure, that's a good I contemporary. That's reference a good point. contemporary reference. To this it's forlorn. Yes, but it's also listen. I don't, I don't understand the language. I don't, I don't speak the language. Yeah, for my own selfish purposes, it'd be cool if I saw some lyrics. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean. Okay. But whatever the 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 um, the mood is more than aptly communicated, though. For sure, it's angry. It's forlorn. Yes, um, it's probably I would imagine. Very blunt in its assessment. I have to imagine of uh, shit, of the shit world we create. Yeah, and I have to imagine it's probably coming from like uh, a fairly explicitly left leaning perspective, considering this is an Argentinian post punk band on a label with a big anarchy A symbol mm -hmm. right next to their logo. Yep. So I have to imagine. And I also, I'll tell you, it's very easy to be a leftist in the first world. And to oh, yeah. enjoy all of the privileges afforded to us. Yeah. And say, oh, I wish it were different, but I'm not going to organize to make any sort of changes that hey. would disrupt my quality of life. And I'm with you. I'm there. I have a you, high you quality I, of life. You and I had a conversation like this not too long ago. I will tell you, coming from a South American perspective, coming from anywhere that is in the constantly in the midst of like real deal labor struggles and shit. I always appreciate a, any political perspective, in fact, more than I appreciate the American political perspective. So I would like to have the lyrics to this uh, just simply for the fact that like I, I genuinely enjoy hearing the per, the political perspective of people that live outside of like uh, Americanized Western culture. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, but this was really good musically. Yes, I, like I said, Strawman Army is a very good contemporary reference point for this. If you like that, you'll probably like this. It's definitely drawing from a lot of the same classic '80s influences. Um, yeah, and, and so um, the person that wrote the little write-up, like I'm, I'm assuming it's, you know, the person that's with Education Sinisa. Yeah, Sinica. Yeah, whatever. Um, they they hit the nail on the head. It's too short. Sure, yeah. Right. Yeah. And says, I don't know if this band released more material or not, but they definitely definitely left an open door. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's it's too fucking short. It is too short, yes. This uh it's three songs, one of which is three minutes long, the other two are clocking in at about a minute and a half. Yeah. And it says it was recorded in New York City during the 22-23 winter. God, I hope that's not why you come here. 
Yeah, for sure. Me too, man. Just to record these three songs? Yeah, I, I, I hope not as well. <laughs> agree. God, that's insane. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if anything, you should be lamenting the resources you fucking wasted getting here so you could record six minutes of music. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I hope you had something else that brought you here. Right. And you just happened to record right. while you were around. Right. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> But I will listen to the rest of this demo, and uh, like I said, I'm going to bookmark uh, Education Seneca and check out more of what they've released, because that's really good. Yeah. Um, all right, what's next? Thank you so much for all your leftist thought, pumping fucking money into, you know, the corporate global hegemony with of, of like, air travel and all <laughs> that shit, so you can come here and record six minutes of music. Maybe they sailed up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, four. Okay, this is Feminine Aggression with Restraint. This is the stuff that uh, that Shane sent us and that he recorded. Um, I don't believe that he uh, he recommended any particular track on here. The first one's what's queued up to play. We'll just go with that. So we're going to listen to Haunted by Feminine Aggression off of Restraint. So I'll issue a quick cor correction. We actually listened to Riot as opposed to Haunted because uh, Shane recommended we listen to either Riot or Coercion. That was really good. I liked that a fucking lot. Did you? Yes. Did you? Yes, I did. What did you like about it? I liked everything about it. Um, that little dissonant guitar part. We that both... was the definition of a dissonant guitar, that, that, that lead. Yeah, that was yeah. fucking sick. Yeah. Those little dueling lead guitar parts on that uh, were fucking awesome. Uh, Shane mentioned that uh, Shane mentioned in, in his email that the vocalist happens to sound somewhat like Jeffrey Lee Pierce, uh, who listeners might know as the vocalist of the Gun Club. I can definitely hear that comparison. Mm. Um, this was just 
I think also he described this as garage rock slash post-punk. Yeah. And I think this actually yeah. sits right exactly perfectly in the middle of those I think two that things. that works. Yep. This is very garagey. This is definitely post-punk influenced, but in a way that pays homage to both worlds by sitting neatly between the two of them in a way that I thought was very satisfying and elevated the better element, the elevated the better elements of both genres. Uh, there was nothing about this I didn't like. I thought it was fucking great. Yeah, this kind of looking at the artwork. The artwork's like it looks like a bandana. Yeah, except it's various. Uh, Implements of feminine aggression, yeah, I guess. There's, yeah, there's a balaclava, there's, yeah. a, there's a vibrator, there's a lipstick, there's a... Knives. A stiletto, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of fucking sort of like uh, Americana. Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. A little bit of cowboy boots on this, well, at least like, on this track. Again, I mean... That's uh, in the garage part. Yeah, it's in the garage part, and like, I mean, the gun club were yeah. uh, precursors of the right. psychobilly thing, and right. for better or for worse, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. So, yeah, I like it. I, I dug this. The only thing, if I'm going to nitpick, yeah, uh, the vocals were a little grating on me. See, I thought they I thought they were. I can understand that perspective. I'm not I'm not bucking against it. I just happen to think that it the, worked the, really the, well. The, the, little, the little falsetto tags on a lot of those lines, yeah. if that's on, and yo, kudos, 12 fucking tracks. For sure, yeah. If that's on every track, yeah, I'm kind of checking out after like four, maybe. That's fair four enough. Four or five. That's fair enough. Also, I really like the Gun Club. You don't give a fuck about them, right? You know what I mean? So, the some of the idiosyncrasies of that early cowpunk shit is the stuff I really like about it, and the stuff that you could makes you take or leave it. Yeah. So yeah, like I get it. I think we're just of different minds. I like that. the fucking swagger that this has. Sure, this definitely has a give a fuck swagger. No I doubt. really like that for sure. That's my only sticking point. Yeah, for sure. I think that's that's a fair perspective. For my money, I really I, I liked it a whole lot. Uh, they could do that on every track, and I wouldn't mind one bit. 12, ba- 12, 12 tracks is indeed ambitious. Also, shout out to Shane. You did a really good job recording this. You do a really good job recording everything. And uh, I think Shane and Willie Killy are a tag team. They're, they're actual, like, real-life homies. Yeah. So it makes sense for Shane to record and engineer this and uh, Will Killingsworth to master it. Believe it or not, the next Colossal Man thing that we do, I think I'm going to send it to Will Killingsworth to, go. to mix and master Hot it. Hot off the presses. And I think I think maybe for the Parasitic Twins record, we might record it with Brandon, maybe send it his way, you know, get a, get another set of ears on it maybe. to mix and master. So it might be soon enough our relationship with uh, Willie Killy becomes no longer parasocial but real deal professional working relationship. I have no relationship with him. You have a parasocial relationship with him. That's what the definition of a parasocial relationship is that you know of somebody, you have some sort of. There's plenty of people I know of. Yeah, but we discuss him by name on our show. I know of Jared Leto. I discuss him by name. We have nicknames for this guy. I don't fucking. Yeah, I have (laughs) nicknames for Jared Leto that I can't say in the fucking (laughs) name on the show, right? You have parasocial relationships with people and things regardless of whether or not you're willingly or voluntarily entering into them just simply by knowing of them, their existence. Believe me. don't you dare try to force me involuntarily into a fucking social relationship. It's a parasocial relationship. Believe me. It's a different thing. I have none with, a, with Will Killing. It's a different phenomenon. None. By, by definition, you do. I don't. <laughs> All right, uh, what's next? Not even a fucking fan of his. <laughs> he, does, he does great work. I guess. If, if you say so. <laughs> you, we hear it on this show every week. Yeah, but like, so what? <laughs> what do you mean? So what? He does good work. Yeah. If it wasn't him, it'd be somebody else. Yeah. Who gives th- a shit. That's everything. Yeah. If it wasn't us, it'd be someone else. Maybe. Almost certainly. Maybe. Almost I do, certainly. I do. Listen. Now I don't fucking talk about podcasts. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. I don't fucking talk about, like, because I don't give a shit. I hate yeah. self-promotion. Yeah, sure, yeah, no. I, you know, yeah. like I said before, I never talk about this to anybody. Right. Again, hardcore, what we do should remain secret. Sure. Right? Secret, financially unfeasible. <laughs> right. Right? Agree. And in that regard... Um, it keeps you honest, you know? It keeps you honest. Right. It is diminishing and punishing. It's, sure. It's a diminishing, punishing act. Of course. Yes, yeah, for right? sure. It's Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like... Uh, it's monk-like self-flagellation. It really right? is self-deprivation, it really is. and it's right? it's a real diminishment of us too because we get we, we, we stick on the most petty fucking bullshit. Of course, right? yeah, sure. It keeps our minds in the fucking gutter, right? Right. Honestly, it's it it's it's worse than like playing incest porn video games. <laughs> Probably in, in terms of like our personal development and ability to relate to others. Yeah, shit, absolutely, it sure does. I do treat this. And actually interact with it, like, in my internal sort of monologues with it as a thing, as a sort of monastic, yeah. a monastic right. endeavor, right. for sure. Right. Like, yeah. It's a yeah. secret It's a secret order. Right. Yes. As it should be. Yeah. Right. Ro a Rosa vow of poverty. Rosicrucian. Right. Yeah. Right? A right. vow of fucking poverty. Sure. Do you think there's anybody that's deep into incest porn games that has lost the ability to function with their family in a normal way oh yes yeah probably an uncomfortably large number of i people. don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now but that's a topic you and i should explore outside the realms of this show <laughs> yeah for sure i i, I would like, say I, I, i'm immediately thinking of chris chan of course sure yeah i mean i i would bet a, a large sum of money that i don't have uh but a, a large hypo a hypothetical sum of money that no doubt at the very least, hundreds to thousands of people have had this experience and right. are in intensive therapy because of it. Yeah, for sure. Wow. I mean, in general, <laughs> not to be not to be too prudish, but in general, I actually think that having instant access to the most depraved pornography possible at the tip of your hands uh, is really bad. It's objectively, it, it, it's part of the hell world we're creating for sure. I mean, and it's only going to get better. I'll tell you, I, I actually do my best and not, if not from any sort of uh, moral position or anything like that, I do my very level best to avoid pornography straight up actually. Uh, just because I, I think it's, I think the way in which we interact with it is just objectively, provably, demonstrably bad. Yeah. So to answer your question, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. No doubt. Anyway, I figure where I was going. I don't know, but this this band was pretty good. Let's I, listen. I think it was <laughs> Will Killingsworth plays a bunch of incest porn games. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it for sure. This will get back to him, no doubt. So he can confirm. It's fine, it. I have no relationship. He, with he can he can confirm or deny. Right. <laughs> All, right. All right. What's next? Three. All right, three is Gem. Gem with two M's. Uh, this is a song called Dizzy. There is an official music video for it, so if you guys want to see that, I encourage you to look it up. Uh, we were instructed, he, he said in the email, I'm not going to send you the Bandcamp link because I think that watching the music video is a critical part of experiencing what this is, and I want your reaction to the whole thing. So if you'd like to follow along, you can go to Gem with two M's YouTube channel and watch the music video for Dizzy with us. I'll have the link uh, I'll have the link in the show notes so you can go click on it and check it out. So we're going to listen to and watch the video for the song Dizzy by Jim.
Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, all right. We just heard the song Dizzy by the band Jam. Come on. You're yeah. not you're not allowed to do the posse like walking at the camera thing unless you like there are some good examples of that. Uh, a couple that come to mind. There's a bio I can't remember, maybe the it's, it's the punishment. punishment. Yep. There's that one. I think there's also uh Life of Agony through and through. Mm-hmm. They're all on the bridge and they're like their homies are like stage diving onto the crowd as they're walking off of the bridge. Right. Sick fucking video. There are very few good examples of this, and most of them were done 30 or so years ago, and you're definitely not doing it by being a bunch of pop punk guys. I'm going to tell you right now. If <laughs> you know? I see, seriously? Yeah. This is how the Imperium... The way I feel about this is how the Imperium of Man feels about fucking Necrons <laughs> or Tyranids. Sure. But yeah. I've been delving into some some, some Warhammer 40K, <laughs> okay, sure. and I get it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Right? If... It's worth entering a fascist future of endless war right. to prevent that from fucking happening. <laughs> I agree. Because I'm going to tell you, if I'm on a bridge and they're coming at me, yeah. I'm squaring up. For sure, dude. I'm not budging, dude. If I see, yo, if I see somebody filming this, by the way, and I happen just to have the good luck of being in the proximity of this while it's happening, I'm yelling a lot of foul things at them. Are you? Oh yeah. Are you? Oh yes, dude. I'm yelling a lot of foul I, things. I, at man, these people. this is this is anathema to me. Listen, from the pop punk yeah. to the good vibes, sure, yeah, to the happy faces. Yeah. Hey, God bless them. Good for them. They look like they're fucking right. happy. Sure, right? <laughs> yeah. Keep the fuck away from me. Keep the yeah. fuck away. And don't you goddamn tell me how to fucking feel. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. This definitely looks like a group of guys who, like, wouldn't rock with us. You know well, what I mean? I'm telling like, you what. I'm sure. telling you what. This is why we need to keep this shit secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. We can't let it's these It's this fucking thing. Hey, let these dudes share the stage with Jared Leto. Yeah. Let these dudes fucking share the stage on fucking Lollapalooza. Yeah. Keep this shit secret. You <laughs> agree. agree. You can't just get a bunch of decent traditional tattoos and decide you're a part of something. Man, it takes more than that. Um, there are a lot worse versions of what this is musically. Like this is this is a sort of kind of like we're not we're playing pop punk, but we're adults now. Form of pop, which punk. is absurd, right? Absolutely yeah. absurd. The only excuse as an adult to play pop punk, yeah, is if you're in Blink One Eighty Two and you're getting paid millions of fucking dollars <laughs> to do it, sure, sure, to go play to fucking forty five year old moms, yeah, or if otherwise. Fuck off. Or if you're playing a hyper-anachronistic form of pop punk that's like the dwarves, you know, some, something like that. Yeah, right? but then you still keep it fucking gross. For sure, yeah, of course. Of course, right, right yeah. Um, yeah, like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm not ab- above uh, putting on, you know, love songs for the retarded by the queers. Love that shit, but... This is not this is not music Yo, for adults, right? And those adults yeah. do not say the R word. <laughs> no, they certainly don't. They would probably take umbrage at a lot of the words we right. use and how we use them. No, fuck off. Um, fuck off with this. Fuck off with the fucking vibe. Fuck off with the sound. Fuck off with all of it. I think just speaking from somebody too who was like there at on the ground floor when this stuff was happening and and unfortunately shared the the stage with a lot of bands like this. This is also a thing that is profoundly passe uh this thing is this style of music is 10 years past its expiration date it is profoundly everything yeah it's you just, know what i mean yeah, like yeah, like pick sure. pick a negative descriptor right, yeah, yeah. it is profoundly fucking bad yeah it's no good man it's no good at all uh this is the kind of stuff that you do when you're tired of playing in your stupid metal core band and here's the thing like here's here's what i fucking hate this is why I hate posy shit. This is why I hate this shit. L- let me just fucking like lay it out. Okay. It's fake. 
Yeah, of course. Right? Sure. It's fucking fake. Ain't no way you're walking around with, like, fucking shit-eating, dumbass grin in your face like that with your buddies all the time. <laughs> yeah. The only time that you and I have a shit-eating, dumbass grin yeah. is recently seeing Homefront. Sure. Or talking about fucking incest porn <laughs> and the effect that it has on Will Killingsworth. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's it. The o- yeah, the only thing that That's brings it. a shit-eating grin to my face is saying the wrong things and hearing other people the say The only thing things. would be to see, like... The big boy up front in that fucking band eat shit while they're filming that video. Then I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Right? (laughs) It's fucking fake. Knock the smile off your fucking face and just admit it. Agree. Agree. For sure. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Wherever they shot the video, it did look pretty nice. uh, I mean, there's palm trees, right? It looked pretty nice. So maybe... Their quality of life is certainly better than ours. (laughs) Maybe maybe they live in Hawaii where it's super easy to be homeless. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where you can just pick fruit off the trees and it's no big right. deal at all. That's right. <laughs> um, okay, let's roll the dice uh, at least one more time because we only got two messages and one text. So we might as well oh, make this right. as music heavy as possible. All right. How many got? Five? We got five left, yeah. And I'd really like a palate cleanser. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, two. All right, cool. This is uh, this is Meat House. Yeah. You said you already own this. This is good. All right, cool. I have uh, I have not listened to this yet, but I did see Sorry State emailing me about mm-hmm. it or something. Um, so we'll just start uh, with the song that they have queued up, Punk yep. Star. So we're going to hear Punk Star by Meat House off their self-titled release. Is it a Sorry State hardcore release? You know what it sounds like, and you know it sounds fucking good. So, to, so as the aforementioned uh, Scott Kilcoin is fond of doing, whenever a good a good hardcore band comes uh, comes into his, he comes into contact with it, and he posts about it on the internet. It's usually accompanied by an image of uh, a scientist holding up a beaker and kind of squinting at it and looking at it with simply the caption "Finally hardcore." Right. <laughs> That's what. That's right. sure. This is very much ah. Finally, there, there's there's a deep and ever flowing eternal well of right. this stuff. Yes, we said it before. I we have asserted since day fucking one. It's the best version. Yeah, it's the most timeless version. Yeah, it's the most energetic version. Yes, it's the version that everybody fucking lives and dies for in a fucking basement. I don't care who you are. You see this band in a basement, mm-hmm. you like it, and if you yes. don't. 
Go see Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get so, the fuck out. And th- and this is what I've this is what I we've said on the show before, and something that I've noticed with what a diverse cross section is present at shows in Fort Wayne specifically, just because it's a smaller place with not that much, not 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 that broad of a selection, right? Mm-hmm. You got to take what you can get, and I'm the one booking the show, so you get what I like by right. and large, and by it's a lot of stuff like this, right? Um, there's a lot of people that gravitate towards heavy hardcore who have over the past couple of years come up to me after seeing bands like this that I've booked in the in the house leaking head for example right. fast straight up hardcore right. and they always say yo man I don't normally like that kind of stuff I don't normally listen to those kinds of records I gravitate towards heavier stuff I listen to a lot of terror etc but damn if that didn't fucking rip yeah. and I'm like yeah of course it did of course it, it fucking rips of course it ripped because if you like music that is fast and hard you like this. And, and you have feral to. and nasty. You have to. Yeah. So this is members of Public Acid, Mutant Strain, yeah. uh, White white Stains. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, yes. How many times do we need to fucking wax poetic about this <laughs> shit? Right? <laughs> yeah. This is it. Yes, this, this is This is it. fucking it, right? This Heavy Hardcore it. has a fucking shelf life. Sure. Right? Yes. I'm sorry. 50-year-old dude yeah. that's still, like, talking about fucking throwing knucks in the fucking pit and shit sure. like that. Yeah. Dumb. Right. 50-year-old dude that's still talking about fucking rolling in the slime and slashing guts or whatever the fuck these guys, cool. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, no doubt. Right? No doubt. Yeah. 50-year-old dude with a fucking closely trimmed beard and a flat brim, dumb. Yeah. 50-year-old dude in fucking uh, boots. Boots and a denim jacket. Yeah. And a dirty white t-shirt, cool. Fuck yes. Yeah, 100%. This is as timeless as music gets. I was, again, I was talking to my girl earlier today, and uh, she said something, made a joke about me changing, like, don't change this about yourself. And I'm like, yo, if there's one thing you can ever rely on me to do, it's to not change whatsoever. It's to remain static. Because, and the exact example that I cited was like, I found the type of music I liked when I was 13 and built my entire life around yeah. it. And it's this. Yes. It's this exactly. Yes. You know, so from the label, brought to you by the label that's never put out a thing that sucked. Never put out a thing, never once. Like maybe there's some stuff on Sorry State that you don't like as much as you like other stuff on Sorry State, but I would challenge you to go through the Sorry State roster and find one thing that just fully sucks. I don't think you can do it. Right, because they were, I mean, Sorry State was among the players that were like, the the basically the the revisioning of this shit right yeah, yeah, yeah. right yes exactly yeah yeah um i would say i mean we got time we got time to roll the dice one more time it would be nice to just go out on a strong note though and we're already like an hour 20 in so let's just listen to the couple messages we got sure? and call it a night we didn't hit that fucking swedish shit that's true. We didn't hit the Swedish stuff. Um, that Casmer stuff looks kind of cool, too. I mean, if you want to. I, I mean, I'm not in a rush let, to get out of here. Let's let's try to hit this. All right, cool. Yeah, for sure. Let's By the way, Sorry State's also got that for U.S. distribution. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So, well, this Swedish record. Oh, oh, bad. Okay, cool. Because I just went to the Sorry State site. This, I was like, oh, I wanted to see who was in this. Okay, site. sick. There you go. Yeah. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's see. Four left, huh? We got four left. Let's see how we do. Here we go. Because there's a couple on here that don't look so good. Uh, three. Okay, well, it's not the Swedish stuff. It's Casmer uh, from Portland, which is the stuff that John sent us and said it's uh, some crusty shit. Looks pretty cool. Um, the title track is also the first track, so we're going to hear Never Enough off the release of the same name by the band Casmer. <laughs> Casmer. 
So that was Never Enough off the tape of the same name by the band Casmer from Portland, a fitting place for this band to be from. Yeah. Very much playing in the tradition of other metal-tinged, crusty, crusty stenchcore-style acts from the area. Ripping leaves. From the era and from, from the area and multiple eras. And multiple eras, for sure. A, a consistent sound you can find dating back to basically, uh, like... After 1986, right? Like after the genesis of this style as a full-on subgenre, right? You can just see this popping up pretty consistently. Formula hasn't changed much. Fucking solid. Yeah, for sure. In that regard, it's it's hand in hand with rock and roll Bates American hardcore. Right, for sure. This is this has nearly as long a legacy, and when done right, pretty much always it's a nice sweet spot for me. This was sick. Yeah, I enjoyed this. This was. Charming, yeah, in its own way, sure, right? Like, I'm not gonna say that. Number one, this was recorded in the rehearsal space. Sure. I thought it sounded fucking sick. Yeah, I agree. If if you want absolutely ear splitting guitar, yeah, right, yes, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. If you just want a fucking din, yeah, yeah, I thought this sounded fucking sick. Charming in that, like, I don't know for sure. Sound maybe people are young in, involved in this are kind of young, possibly. Yeah. But I really dug the, which is kind of counter to how I usually feel. I really dug the, uh, I dug the vocals. Yeah, I, I agree too. When it like first they, came they in, I wasn't sure they that I was weren't gonna. just they they weren't just screaming at the top of your lungs. Is how which is how I usually go for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, actually, yeah. Like I said, when they first came in, I was like, ah, man, I don't know if I'm gonna like the vocals over this. But then within 20 seconds, I was like, actually, I'm sold on this. They I were almost really just well. like very plaintive and matter. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought it actually worked a lot better than I expected them yeah. to when it first came in. So the the band name Casmer. Yeah, it's like it, I, I have to imagine that it's. Polish in origin, if I had to guess. So it's a Slavic. It's a, it's Slavic in origin. Okay. Okay. Uh, according to the internet. Okay. It's a baby name. Baby name. It's a it's a Slavic baby name. Okay. And here you go. It says here, according to uh, some baby naming sites, Casmer uh-huh. as a boy's name is Slavic in origin, meaning famous destroyer of peace. Damn, dude. Imagine, imagine if your name was Casmer. Look at the fucking popularity chart. It reached its peak of popularity around 1918, 1920. Okay, yeah. Right? <laughs> it's and been a steady around decline. There, and, and it's a very unpopular name <laughs> yeah. in, in nowadays. Yo, that's famous destroyer of pieces. That, that, like, now, that is a sick baby no, no, name. None of this gift from God. No, 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 no. no none no. of that shit. Famous destroyer of peace. <laughs> that's very, that's, that's quintessentially Slavic. Uh-huh. <laughs> For sure. Dude, that, uh-huh. rock, that rocks. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. The Slavs got, so they, the Slavs just got something, something about them. Yeah. Man. That's off to the Slavs. Tonight. I mean, it, it, it reminds me. What the God damn it! Of course, I can't fucking the fucking serial killer. Oh, uh, fucking uh, the uh, wait, which which one are you talking? I about? I wish you all had one neck. And oh, pa- Panzram, Carl Panzram. It, it's because yeah. the Z and the yeah, yeah, M. Yeah, sure, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's reminiscent of Panzram. Yeah, for sure. And I think Panzram was a Polish yeah. Polish descent. So God yeah. damn it! I, why couldn't my parents have named me Kazmer? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Hard, hard name. That's a fucking, that is a, that is a hard name. Hard name. Hard name, for sure. Uh, and, yeah, this band was cool. It well, certainly is better than any sort of, like, you know, like Peyton Wayne. <laughs> yeah, Braley. Braley. <laughs> any shit, you know, like like Freedom 2A. 
<laughs> you might see in the baby billboards around here. Freedom 2A is <laughs> fucking name. Right. I'm surprised they haven't seen a yeah. Freedom 2A. Yeah, yet. Freedom spelled F-R-E-I-G-H-D-O-M. Yeah, yeah. F-R-E-I, yeah, yeah, yeah Freedom. Yeah. Freedom 2A. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay. All right, let's let's uh, let's listen to the couple messages that we have and, and wrap it up. All right. Hey, I know both of you have been writing songs for a long time. I was going to ask you, where do you get your ideas? So... I recently noted on an episode of the show that our buddy Mike has been a lot more sociable lately. There's my buddy Watson in the background. Yeah, there's Watson. And it's very nice. It's been fucking sick to hear from Mike more lately, and I'm glad he's less busy and feeling more inclined to socialize. But it comes with its downsides, which is messages like this. Yeah. Where do you get your ideas from? The classic question. Now, I will say, believe it or not, I occasionally read interviews with bands that I like, usually friends of mine that are playing in bands that posted something that they've done or whatever. Believe it or not, in 2023, there are still people out here, professional interviewers asking people where they get their ideas from. Yeah. That's a from real... My, from my crazy life. <laughs> yeah, me vita loco, my from friend. From my crazy brains. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, okay. from, from the lyric sheets of bands I like. <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, and yeah, and from pathological personality disorders that I'm never going to fix. It, you, you know, the last thing that I, the last conversation that I had with a therapist before I stopped going to therapy, and I might go back someday if I am ever in crisis again, right? But the last thing he said to me was that. He didn't think there was anything else he could do for me. Yeah, and I don't that. and not really in a positive way. Not in necessarily a negative way, but just like just matter of fact. Brother, I think that we've come as far as your brain will allow you to come. And everything else from here on out is just, you know, I'll wish you Godspeed and hope for the best, but I don't think that anything left <laughs> there's nothing left I can teach you that's gonna help you. <laughs> no, I, dude, just, I told you the last time the last time I went and saw saw dude yeah saw saw one um laid it out for him yeah 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 right yeah just cracked just cracked open the bottle sure right got to i mean if you yeah you're paying for the time you might as well right. yeah and he goes sits back and inhales and raises his eyebrows and he says well you know it can be said that depressed people see the world most clearly and i went oh for fuck's sake don't tell me that <laughs> For sure. For fuck's sake, don't you know, tell me that. I'd be interested if we saw the same guy, because that, that sounds a lot like what my old therapist yeah, would have like, said to oh me. Oh, my fucking God. My, I, it didn't help that I was seeing, like, a Vietnam vet guy who was just like, hey, man, the world sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, brother, I know that's right. my problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, we got uh, we got one more message. Let's, let's hear it. Yo, uh, this is Jake. I was listening to a couple episodes that I missed, and I would be fucking remiss if I didn't call and rep the motherfucking street sharks when that shit comes up, because that is my fucking jam. That is some top-tier 90s cartoon garbage that I still love to this fucking day. But anyway, my question is, is that if you guys have any bands that you fucking love unapologetically, however, you're a little scared to rep that shit out in the public. Like, you love it, but maybe it wouldn't be your backpatch. Uh, and second of all, I want to shout out Edward Cachulis from Midwestern Abyss Instagram page. He used to do record reviews. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. He stopped doing that shit, and he should have, shouldn't have, because he did uh, top tier shit. So I want to call him out, because I know he'd give me shit for this call anyway. So, uh, yeah, see you guys. Bye. Yeah, Edward Cachulis, solid dude. Agree. 
Um, street sharks haven't revisited in many years, but as a kid, trust me, I was a sucker for those weird low I, I, budget I was too cartoons. Old for that. You were too old for it for sure. It was I was exactly the demographic. Um, also, yo, big shout out to uh, the Toxic Crusader cartoon. The fact that see the. I've been on this tip recently where I'm, like, starting to... And I read a pretty compelling piece about it, too, where it's just, like, I try not to be too rose-colored glasses, but I also think that it's a dangerous... It's a dangerous game to play to say that, like, everything has always been the same all the time and, like, the the quality of life and the quality of culture has not deteriorated. Yeah. And I do just think that, like, the 80s and 90s probably were demonstrably, provably better in a lot of ways. Um, and the fact that a trauma property could get a kid's cartoon in the 90s, I think, is Sick, is, is a testament to, to that quality. Toxie was bigger than you would think Way in bigger. the 90s. I had sticker books. I oh, had yes. fucking coloring books. Right. I had Toxic Avenger action figures. And, and, and the thing is, it's not... It's like the fucking Ninja Turtles. Like, it's yeah. not the original incarnation. Sure, right, exactly. That was yeah. popular. It's right. not the movie Toxie. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah, yeah for sure. But Troma did a good job. <clears throat> uh, somehow they got that fucking shit, you know, franchise for the fucking kids, basically. Wild, man. Absolutely wild. Lo Lloyd Kaufman, a true fucking visionary. Yeah. Uh, I rewatched uh, The Toxic Adve Avenger recently because uh, my girl had never seen it before, and she fucking loved it. And goddamn, what a quotable movie. What a, like one of the most quotable movies. Yeah. I've always wanted to cornhole me a blind bitch. Yeah. <laughs> one of the fucking yeah. <laughs> greatest yeah, fucking that wasn't in the cartoon. No, it wasn't. So uh, so I don't, I don't have any sort of, if you've been listening to this show for any length of time, you would know that neither of us have any, any real guilty pleasures, whatever. I like the stuff that I like. Um, as far as stuff that I would be, that I would be hesitant to rock in public, the only thing really is like shit that would, a, make the wrong type of person want to talk to me. Like, you don't like this band. I like Pantera. I wouldn't wear a Pantera shirt just because there's not a chance in hell I want to encounter another person in the wild that right. wants to talk to me right. about Pantera. Mostly the same with, like, a Metallica shirt. Like, I, the only Metallica shirt that I had I sold a couple years ago because it's just like I don't want anybody to come up to me and try to talk to me about the new Metallica right. record, etc. So it would mostly be just... On a, on a practical level, just trying to keep people away from me. On that tip, with the, like, uncomfortable rise of neo-fascism in America, I have also been rocking my Death in June shirt a little less than I may have yeah. used to, just because, yeah, it's got a totem comp on it, and that's fine, and I don't have any... I, there's no issue with that for me. I don't give a fuck. It's a reappropriated symbol in the hands of Death in June, as far as I'm concerned. That's a an art project by a fucking gay man. I have no issue with that dude employing that symbol, and I think anybody who does is a small-brained little baby child. But I also don't want some fucking, like, far-right gym bro to come up and try to proselytize to me. So I'm pretty selective about where I wear that kind of stuff. So usually stuff that I'm picky about is just, like, if it has symbolism or some sort of cultural relevance that would attract the type of person to me that I don't want to fucking talk to or interact with, which is, admittedly, most people. Yeah, I can't think of anything that I would... That I would rock, that I would be actually be embarrassed about. No, no, not at all, man. Um, not at all. Certainly, certainly, like no, no modern pop. Yeah, sure. Because I don't listen to it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I would sure. be embarrassed about that. Yeah, for sure. Believe but it's not a thing that you like, so it's not. That's not it doesn't exist. It's not you know pertinent I mean? to the question. Right? I'll fucking listen to pop from the nineties. Sure. To a, to a point. Sure. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, I can't think of it. But you're right. I think that is. 
I don't, I do, I, there are just a lot of people, a lot of fucking people yeah. that I do not want to engage with at all. Right. Like, there's lots of sketchy, like, bands that I like who have sick t-shirts that have a rune, like, a life rune on it yeah. or something that it's just like, I don't give a fuck what other people in at large might think of me for wearing a shirt with a life rune on it, but I just don't want a dude with a Hitler Youth haircut to be like, hey, brother, nice shirt, uh... Are, are you too a based individual? It's like, fuck, dude, I'm just trying to get my burrito bowl. Go fuck off. Go fucking bend yourself in half and suck your own cock, dude. Right. I don't want to talk to you. Fuck off. Yeah, you know, I'm not joining the the Viking no, Coalition it's, gym. It's, it's the same thing. Like, I don't actually give a shit about like anime and comic books and shit anymore. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 20 years ago, I liked it a lot more, and yeah. I would actually give a shit. Right. You know, and I've mentioned before, I have a bunch of old anime shirts somewhere. Sure, sure, sure. From the fucking 90s. There, I it, would never wear one now. There's a f- there's a few I would rare le- wear. Like, if I found certain ones, if I found, like, a perfect, a, a vintage perfect blue shirt or something out, you know, or, like, uh, a vintage bubblegum crisis shirt or something, like, yeah, I'd hold on to that, and I would rock it, but, like... Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I would never. I would never. The other day, I was. I don't know where I want to go with this because I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> okay, are you afraid it might be too negative and off-putting? Yeah, I mean, you could you could save it for me and just you can you can punish me with it after we uh, we stop recording if you want. Okay, I, I, let's. I, we'll see if I could tiptoe up to a line. Okay, that's always it's my favorite game. You can bleep it if if I if I go over. It. Okay, sure. Right. Okay. Something. Sure. Yeah. I'll do. Yeah. I'll do, if you if you if you step over the line, I'll just play fucking girl from Ipanema and the devil little fucking PS. Right. Okay. Okay. So the other day, yeah, was a couple weeks ago. Um, was like Pride Fest in Fort Wayne. Sure. Right. Okay. I like where it's starting. Right. Let's see where it heads. Right. And it was it, it wasn't in like June, which is like Pride Month. Right, yeah. Right. I think Fort Wayne has always had like I don't know, it's as I understand it, Fort Wayne has a long fucking history of Pride. Yeah. And it, you know, supersedes any idea of like June being Pride Month and that's sure. Sort of yeah, yeah. Anyway, I didn't know that was happening cuz yeah. I don't fucking pay attention to anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I don't I I have no way of getting information anymore unless somebody tells me. Sure. Because I just don't interact with virtually any form of media. Yeah. You know? And and so <clears throat> I'm driving down the street. The street is full of fucking... Uh, revelers? Revelers and, and, and stuff like that. Sure. And all of them to... Like, have fun. Whatever. Sure, of course. But all of them to a T are wearing like anime backpacks and sure. Pokemon shit. And I'm just like... Listen, man, why does it have to be so fucking stupid? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm really parsing my language no, here. No, but I, but I know exactly what you're saying. Why does it have to be so fucking stupid? Agree. You know what I mean? Yes. Because, like, I can't stand them. Yeah. I, I'm not saying the gays. No, 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 no not the gays. About that. No, 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 sure. Right. Trust. I know what you're. I know. Right. I think most. Of I, our hate your, I hate your. I hate your fucking Pokemon backpack. Sure. Of course. I hate all that shit. Yes. Yeah. Right. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Believe me. I am a. I'm a grown ass adult that loves childish fucking bullshit. Of course. Of course. Right. But yeah. that shit crosses a fucking line with me. I agree. In yeah. much the same yeah. way that adult babies do. Babies do. I agree. And so like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it came up. I was like, well, you know, there's this pride thing going. on. I'm like, no. Yeah, no way, Jose, dude. No way, Jose. No. 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 
no way am I going there with no way. And and and, and there's no delicate way for me to talk about this because no, that's what I'm saying. Because I, I, like, I, I want because I want it to be clear. I have no problem with pride as a concept. No, and I have right? no problem with it. We're not having a good time, but I don't want to do it with a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah, that look like they want to be cartoon characters. And, and yeah, exactly. And and again. This is this goes this ties right back into something I mentioned at the top of the show, which is the Disneyfication of culture. And listen to me, man. If Pride were some freak sitting in a kiddie pool, letting a bunch of strangers piss on him, I'm there. Fuck yes, I am fucking there. And again, this is like, and we've talked about this on the show before, but like the co-opting of queerness by corporate interests. And making it like where your friendly neighborhood gaze and this idea of taking the things that you liked as a kid and repackaging them and selling them back to you as your personality so that you can be the free avatar through which all these products are then advertised to your right. peer group and creating special interest groups that are advertised to you through these fucking hyper intelligent algorithms that you're totally a victim to whether you know it or not. And, and plus then the go fact that you look so goddamn infuriatingly stupid. Yes, yes. All of this, right? This, to, my issue is with the corporatization of all of this shit and the absolute defanging, the removal of transgression from every, every type of subculture and counterculture. Queer counterculture and subculture used to be one of the most biting, incisive, like uh, countercultural movements within the American, like the American zeitgeist, right? And like, it has fully been turned into like we're your friendly neighborhood gay McDonald's and it's been like deeply sickening to watch happen over the course of the last 30 years. It's fucking sucks. And I think that a lot of expressions that I see at like modern pride events and shit are very much in line with this idea of like corporate queerness that I have no interest in at all, don't relate to, and who many of my older gay friends also find entirely repellent. So well, see, I'm not. I I just I don't want to fucking talk to people that want to act like they're fucking cartoons. No, it just I'm, I'm the fucking Imperium of Man. Sure, yes, I'm the fucking Imperium of Man. <laughs> yes, right, sure, dude. Yeah, yeah, just I'm a planet scouring fascist motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right, yes, for upholding sure. the Imperium of Man. Right, yeah. Not cartoons. No, not cartoons. No. <laughs> You're fucking Pokemon. Yeah. You're fucking Disney shit. Yes. Right? No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Agree. Um, okay, so uh, we got one text message. It's from Sutton, uh, who was clarifying their message from last last uh, week when they talked about uh, they were at a bubblegum bedroom pop show and somebody was like hitting the same pedal over and over again and I wasn't quite sure what was being spoken of. Uh, he, he specified here, they had a separate setup of effect pedals that played sounds I can only describe as sounds you could make with your mouth. And he was not playing his instrument at all, just selling it like he was. Okay, so I kind of I can kind of picture what you're describing here, but still, nonetheless, I don't think I've had an experience that mirrors the experience you're describing. And Elvis. Then, Elvis, Elvis. <laughs> sure, um, that's true. He, he did. He did used to just kind of hold a guitar, yeah. right? Um, and then a second follow up here. Also, green light. Dagos don't get a pass. So there you go. Sutton doubling down on saying to beat up, <laughs> beat up Italian. Let, let's, let's bring back the 1920s. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Italians no longer white. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. According to Sutton. According to Sutton, no longer white. Italians no longer white. <laughs> All right. See you next week.